Please join with me in a word of prayer. Gracious and loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather this day and to join together in worship. We ask you, Heavenly Father, to guide our, our worship together, that we might sing our praises, listen to your word, take it to heart, and that we, as your children, might work side by side to share your love, not only with each other, but with the world around us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The church's one foundation is indeed Jesus Christ. But what does that mean? As we take a look at our, our lessons today, we are, we are mindful that we are called to listen to God, but also to be reminded that God indeed takes care of his people and he takes care of this world through his people. And sometimes we forget that. Trying to bring up my slides here. And so our foundation, our faith, is, is built on God. It's built on how he works in our hearts and in our lives. But you see, God provides. Think about that for a moment. God provides. He's been providing for people since he first placed Adam and Eve in the garden. Can you imagine growing up in, in a paradise where all you got to do to Eat breakfast is just to reach for the nearest fruit tree. No labor. God provides. Of course, we know what happened. Adam and Eve disobeyed God and fell into sin. I love the fact that every artist somehow depicts the fruit as an apple. I don't know how the apple got such a bum rap, because the Bible never says apple, it just says fruit. And it's, I think it's a one-of-a-kind thing that doesn't even exist anymore. But even after Adam and Eve's sin, God began to prepare a way to provide for us. And often when we think of those provisions of God, we're thinking of the things like food, shelter, friends, spouse, clothing. And certainly God provides, you know, for Adam. He gave him Eve. He took care of their clothing after they sinned. But the thing that we really need is healing from that sin. And so God gifted his people with prophets to teach 
his word, to lay it out clearly, to cause those prophets and some priests and some kings and others to, to write down the words of the Old Testament to guide his people. To set up a system of sacrifices for the atonement of sin. But you see, the most important thing God does is he provides a relationship for his people. We don't often think about it that way in the Old Testament, but God did. I will be your God and you shall be my people. I am your father and you are my children. It's relationship. And that's what God provides for us today. Relationship with our brothers and sisters in Christ. That connection that we have to one another through the power of the word. And to solidify that relationship to, to how shall we say it, to enhance it beyond all of our imagination, God sent his own son into this world. That word made flesh, born in a manger, to live among us. And as Jesus grows and begins his ministry, we begin to see again how he provides and how he connects to people. Today's gospel lesson tells us about the five loaves of bread and two fish. Thousands of people there. And Jesus that day connected to every single one of them by providing the bread and the fish in great abundance. Jesus connects to people not only through providing the meals, but we know the accounts of Scripture, making the blind to see and the deaf to hear, the lame to walk, and even raising the dead to life. Ordinary things like water into wine. And food that feeds thousands. People wanted to follow Jesus and Make him their bread king. They liked the fact that he provided. Wouldn't it be interesting if, if today all we had to do is say, Lord, feed me, and the food showed up? Or Lord, I need a new pair of shoes, and they just showed up? Maybe we call it Amazon, I don't know. God certainly takes care of our earthly needs. But he doesn't always do it in ways that we, we imagine or think. God provides. But sometimes we're too blind to see exactly what it is that he provides. We're looking for one thing, and God provides another. We're praying fervently for this, and God provides that. 
You've heard me say it before. Way back when I was in high school, I was praying for a Datsun 280Z. And I got a 12-speed, actually, those days, a 10-speed bicycle. Did God answer my prayers? He gave me what I needed, which was transportation. God provides not always what we want, but God is there. And as God sends a Savior into this world, we are mindful that that Savior calls us to be a people of prayer. To lay before God, not the the stuff of the world, but to lay before him those things that are important. Lord, my nephew, my niece, they don't know you. Would you prepare their hearts to hear the word? My coworker despises you. Can you work in their life to soften their heart? Lord, there are people around in my neighborhood who, who don't know who you are. Help me to share. You see what God truly wants to provide for each and every one of us and for those around us. What God truly wants to provide is salvation. Because his greatest gift to us is his grace that he works in the hearts and the lives of people. And we need to share. We need to remind people that God has provided for us in so many different ways in our lives, but the greatest thing he has provided for us is the death and the resurrection of his son, our Savior. But we often travel through this life and this world more concerned about the things of the world the situations of the world, worried about warfare, possible warfare, worried about politics, worried about illness and disease. And all of those things do cause worry and concern. But what concerns God more than anything else is that people know that Jesus Christ died for them, that he poured out his blood to redeem them, and that there's a place in heaven for them. Worry can set in. It's very easy to worry. Just a quick show of, of hands. How many of you worry about things? Okay, how many of you worry 
about whether Green Bay can actually play well this year. Okay, I see the Green Bay fans go up. Okay. How many of you worry about whether or not God will provide the right pastor after I retire? Yeah, we worry. Jerry was going like this. But there's one thing I've learned about in my life. Is that what God encourages us to do is to be still and know that I am God. And we have a hard time being still. You don't believe me? Watch out during a Green Bay game. He's as much entertainment as the game itself. What's that? Not a problem? Yeah. Be still and know that I am God means to to not panic. Because God has things in his hands. To be still and know that I am God means to find that measure of patience in him. That he will take care of his people at the right time, in the right place, in the right way. To be still and know that I am God is to surrender. And to let go. And to put it wholly and completely and totally into God's hands. Why do I say that? The disciples in our gospel lesson today tried to do it their way first. Lord, send the people away so they can find something to eat. No, I'm not going to do that. You feed them. What, are we supposed to spend 200 denarii to get enough food to feed them? Where are we going to get it? How are we going to get it here? I'm going to translate this in my own way now. Go and find. Go and see what you have. Go and see what God has provided. You can see the little cluster of disciples off to the side going, man, how much you cut? I got a loaf of bread. How much you got? I got a fish. What do we got together? Five loaves and two fish. We can't go to Jesus with that. It's not enough. This, what do we do? We don't have a choice. Let's go to Jesus. Uh, Lord, all we got is five loaves and two fish. How often do we approach the ministry that God has given to us and the things that we need to accomplish with the same mindset. All we have is 
and it's not enough. What does Jesus do? Tell the people to sit down in groups of 150. And taking what God had provided, five loaves and and two fish, he looks up to heaven and he prays. Now, the scriptures don't tell us what he prayed. Was it something along the lines of, okay, God, you only gave me five loaves of bread and two fish. It ain't enough. I need more. Do something. Or, Father, thank you for the blessing of five loaves and two fish. Because what you provide is enough to accomplish your will. And he divides the two fish and the five loaves of bread. And they all eat until they are full and satisfied. And 12 basketfuls of leftovers are collected. God doesn't just provide enough. God provides in abundance. When we share our faith, God's not going to give us just enough faith to see it through or enough courage to face the situation. He is going to provide more than enough. As we move forward here in mission and ministry, God provides. Al, you said it yourself a few weeks ago, an LWML grant that you didn't think we had a snowball's chance on a hot day in summer in Albuquerque of getting. $98,000 to help at God Cares About You. When we look at this congregation in years past and some of the projects that we have completed and worked on, God has always provided. During the pandemic, the concern was, how are we going to, how are we going to function? How are we going to do it? How many of you watched faithfully online as the preacher preached to an empty sanctuary? And were you fed? Because God provides the means to communicate, and the talent, thank you, Phil and Avery, to make it all happen. We're here. Because God wants us here. 
And we work together because God has called us all with our time, our talents, and our treasures to do it together. Everybody with different skills and talents and abilities, and you're going to need to pull together during a time of vacancy to really use all those things together. And as I said before, and I can't do the voice from the, the character in Monsters, Inc., but I'm watching, always watching, because I'm going to be around off and on. And I get to be now the lifelong Lutheran who gets to sit in the back pew. <laughs> we need to work together. Because there's still a lot that God is calling us to do and to accomplish. To impact people in their lives. Not just for here. But for eternity. And where do we start? In prayer. Be still. Be still in prayer. And know that I am God. A God who provides. In Jesus' name, amen.